The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So as an introduction to this sitting, I want to emphasize that there are many ways of paying attention, many ways of noticing things, being aware. And sometimes awareness or attention, mindfulness is used like a flashlight. It's a light beam that's directed in a particular direction. It might be directed, we might direct the attention to the breathing or direct it to the body or to a sound, to different things. And that works for some people. But for some people, the idea of directing the attention can feel like a contraction or a narrowing or too much of a strain. Another way of awareness can be is like a light bulb that's been turned on. The light bulb is not directed any particular place. It just fills the room with light. And then with that, all the light in the room, you might become aware of different things in the room. Something might pull your attention and other things. Some things might actually get you quite focused because it's so interesting or compelling. But the awareness is much more relaxed, doesn't feel like it's working or straining. It's just, it's just open, it's all. In the ancient uh, Buddhist texts, they don't use the idea of directed attention very much, occasionally. But the most common way that awareness, mindfulness is described is as being established. It's just kind of here. It's allowed to be here, established here. And I think of that a little bit more like the light bulb that's been turned on. Also, I like the word established because um, it also can be applied to our body as we sit here. So let's begin with that. It's often useful to begin with the body. So take a few moments to be aware of your body. And perhaps making the small adjustments that might make your body a little more comfortable being here. And also maybe the small adjustments that would help your body, would help you to be alert. Maybe sitting up a little bit straighter. And maybe softening your belly. Maybe as you exhale, soften your belly and let your whole lower torso settle into its seat. Settle into the chair, cushion. And with your lower torso, torso, your feet, your legs, your bottom, to feel yourself established here. That unequivocally, you are here at this place, at this time. And you're established in this spot, in this room. And is as if you're, you can do so from the inside out. See if you can feel established 
in your body. Feeling the weight of your body. (coughs) The solidity of your body. The three-dimensionality of your body. The experience of the body that you have sitting here is an experience of a, bo- of a body that's alive. All the sensations of your body that you can experience, the movements of your body are present because you're alive. Here is where the lived life is. In whatever way that makes sense for you, can you establish yourself here with this body? Here in this body. And then turning on the light bulb of awareness, wherever it resides for you, perhaps it's in, your, in the center of your body, that awareness is established in your body. Or maybe it's in your head. And wherever your sense of being aware resides, can you maybe soften it or relax it? Open it. Establish your awareness so it's here. And rather than directing awareness to anything right now, allow whatever experiences occur to come into that awareness, to simply appear. And what arises, what occurs to you that you become aware of that takes no effort on your part to be aware? What can you receive in the field of your attention?
And then wherever you tend to be aware of your breathing, wherever it feels natural or easy to be aware of the experience of breathing, maybe turn on the light of awareness in the middle of that. Maybe establish awareness there. And so there isn't so much you're directing attention to the breathing as you're allowing yourself to receive or the experience of breathing. And rather than you directing your attention to the breathing, to be receptive to the experience, noticing perhaps what it might be that your body wants you to recognize about the experience of breathing. How does the experience of breathing, if it could choose, what would it choose for you to know about it? What about the experience of breathing calls calls on you to notice?
without thinking, but maybe feeling or sensing instead, what can you learn about the experience of breathing? If you heighten your sensitivity to the experience of breathing without straining, what do you learn about your breathing? What do you learn about the variety of sensations that come into play? Seeing if you can sustain your awareness on the sensation of breathing for a period of time, for however long you can, and then do it again. Instead of sustaining your attention on your thinking, let your attention recede to the background. Relax the thinking muscle and then hang out, linger with the experience of breathing.
and wherever it's easiest or most pleasant in the experience of breathing. Establish your awareness there. Turn the light bulb of awareness on in that place. It doesn't have to be dramatically easeful or pleasant, but whatever feels most right to rest the attention in the experience of breathing. Rest there. Allowing the inhales and the exhales, the expansion and contractions be a kind of massage. Which supports your attention being established in the experience of breathing.
If you allow your mind to be quiet, even if it's just for a few moments, what might your breathing reveal to you about itself? In what way might breathing show show itself to you? So it is fairly common for many people or for some people at some times to engage their mind, often their thinking mind, where it's pretty continuously trying to do something, solve something, control something, fix something, prevent something. The mind is engaged in doing and wanting. And 
that strong human tendency to doing and figuring out and trying to be in control then can be the, the way in which people interpret the instructions to be present for the breathing. It just becomes one more busy kind of thing to try to control and to do. I like to think of mindfulness of breathing as really an alternative to that. It's kind of like learning how to give up control, learning how to give up the doing and the accomplishing and trying to figure something out or avoiding and all that. But in order for the thinking mind, that doing mind, to start to disengage, sometimes it can be helpful to have something the mind is doing that is relaxing or settling or really is an alternative. You know, some people will do that by going for a walk or even taking a shower or maybe read a nice book as a way of kind of being involved in something that pulls them out of that busy mind. And so to engage with mindfulness of breathing with that kind of attention, not the maybe the usual way of trying to be control and doing, maybe second nature, but more like how to kind of release the mind or get out of our own way, let go of all the doings and the controlling and accomplishing that maybe is happening. And but then also to prevent the other extreme of giving up or abandoning yourself because it's been too stressful kind of disconnecting or disengaging or spacing out. But to stay somehow alert, to keep the light on. So so we're really definitively, unequivocally here. But the pendulum hasn't swung so far that we're busy, but hasn't swung so far the other direction that we're checking out. But we're really here. And so for, uh, this is kind of the principle that can be behind the beginning of doing mindfulness of breathing, is that it's not so much a doing, partly it's an undoing. Every time you let go of your thinking to come back to your breathing, you're undoing the strong habits of thinking and thinking. And step by step, in little steps, little drops, every time you let go of your thoughts and come back to your breathing, that's actually a very significant time. And, you know, it's nice to stay with the breath and be continuous, but not by forcing it or trying to control it. It's almost enough to be content that you're constantly letting go of your thoughts and coming back, letting go and coming back. Something that can allow us to settle and settle and quiet. You keep coming back into the present, keep coming back in the present. And then finally, one of the uh, ways that it seems that the Buddha wanted to help us to really connect to the breathing, really enter into this alternative mindset that's not business as usual, was to familiarize ourselves with the experience of breathing. Just get to know it better. Um, not as an engineering project or a catalog or being busy but almost like like if you were going to smell a rose, the way you would kind of smell a rose to really take in the experience or taste some taste or feel a gentle, really feel a very gentle breeze against your cheek or the way that we listen to very soft, quiet, but very pleasant sound. Just kind of like take it in with a quiet mind. Really get to know it. So with this kind of little bit of an alternative way of being of the mind, you know, allowing yourself to sense and experience the, all the ways in which breathing changes and is and how it is in the chest, how it is in the belly, how it is in the nostrils. How's the experience of breathing out different from breathing in? What is the sensations? How's it different at the beginning of the out-breath, at the end of the about-breath? 
So to really kind of begin to get to know it, but not as work, but because the light is on and it just shows itself to you as you kind of hang out there. So we'll do uh, half an hour for walking meditation. We'll start in here at uh, 11.45 and um, and I'll stay up here for a little bit if anyone has any questions they want to ask and I hope you enjoy your walking. Thank you.